Hey guys, welcome back to the Self-Confidence Project. I'm your host, Kimberly Hill, and we're talking about all things life, confidence, relationships, what gets you up in the morning, what doesn't get you up in the morning. That's what we talk about in this podcast. I'm super glad you're here. If you're the first time tuning in, subscribe to my channel, hit the like button, spread the love, and uh, looking forward to getting into another amazing episode with you guys today. So what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Welcome back to the second episode of the Self-Confidence Project. And I'm going to dive straight into it today because in the last episode, I talked about the four horsemen very briefly. And that's what I want to dive into today. So the four horsemen, these are the four main reasons why we have such big conflict with our partners. And I'm going to guess that you have done one of these four horsemen at some point in your life and in your relationship. And I'm not just talking about your intimate relationships, the four horsemen of the apocalypse, right? The four horsemen ruin our relationships, even with our friends, with our colleagues, whomever you are communicating or can have a potential conflict with the four horsemen, if they creep up, they honestly are going to ruin your conversation, ruin your communication And according to John Gottman, uh, can predict the end of a relationship. So you want to be well-versed in what they are. You want to know what they are. And you want to avoid them as much as possible. And I laugh because as I've been studying relationship theory and learning about what the four horsemen are, I saw myself in a lot of these. I look back on some of my past relationships and said, wow, Kim, you actually you actually were doing a lot of this. And one of the good things about becoming aware of the four horsemen is that it brings that awareness to you. And awareness is a first step in actually being able to change some of our own behavior. So I want to know if you do any of these four horsemen. And if you do, we're going to dive into what all they are, of course. I won't keep the suspense building for too long. But think about how often you do these four horsemen in your relationship. And then... Flip yourself into the reverse scenario and think about how you feel when your partner does these things to you, okay? So the four horsemen, what are they? Well, the first of the four is criticism, okay? Criticism is the first of the four. The second is contempt. The third is defensiveness. And the fourth is stonewalling, okay? Those are the four horsemen. They are the things that will kill your relationship. Criticism, contempt, defensiveness, and stonewalling, okay? So what is criticism? We know what that is, right? Criticizing your partner, right? Is different though than offering something like a critique or voicing a complaint that you have about something right? We can complain about situations in life and we often do it with our partners because we're looking for some kind of support. But criticism is different. When we're complaining about something, right? We're, We're sharing what caused some kind of frustration for us. But when we're criticizing someone, we're literally taking an attack at some area or characteristic of their personality or physical appearance. And right? That's, you're dismantling the other person. You're throwing criticism at someone to make them feel horrible, right? And we do this in our relationship. We criticize others because why? It makes us feel good about ourselves for a minute. So 
Do you do this in your relationship? My guess is sometimes you do. Sometimes you might criticize the other person, right? So if you find that you and your partner are actually becoming critical of each other, you don't want to assume that your relationship is doomed to fail, right? But you need to be aware of this because the problem with criticism is that when it becomes pervasive, as John Gottman says, it paves the way for other far deadlier horsemen to follow. It makes your partner feel victimized in a circumstance in which you're communicating about, right? It makes them feel attacked and rejected and hurt. And then what's the other person going to do? Well, my guess is they're going to jump to the third horseman, which is defensiveness. And where are you going to get in your argument? You're not going to get anywhere. It's not a good way to do any kind of conflict resolution. Okay, so the first horseman is criticism. So think about how often when you're communicating with your partner, you stoop down to criticize their character. And I can tell you for a fact that I have done this in the past and it's not nice, right? When we're feeling like we want to voice complaint, the other person maybe isn't listening or they, they say something we don't like, we jump to criticize them because we want to feel uh, that we're being heard. But this is not a healthy way to go about having a conflict with somebody. So if you're falling into the trap of the first horseman, i.e. criticism, become aware of it because if we don't become aware of it and we start to see this repeating itself with greater and greater frequency, it's going to lead to the second horseman, which is contempt, okay? So let's jump into the second horseman, contempt. What does that mean? When we are in contempt of one another, we are treating the other person in our relationship with disrespect, we might be ridiculing them. We might be calling them names. We might mimic or use their body language. We might eye roll or scoff or mock them with sarcasm. And what we are trying to do when we're in contempt of somebody is make them feel worthless. And contempt goes well far beyond criticism, right? Because criticism attacks your partner's character. Contempt, however, means in the words of John Gottman that you are assuming a position of moral superiority over them. So do you ever find yourself in contempt of your partner? And what's interesting is as I've been reading this book and reading further on the Gottman theory, they actually have shown that research shows that couples that are contemptuous of each other are actually more likely to suffer from infectious illnesses due to a weakened immune system. Now, is this not a timely thing to understand? Given the pandemic we are facing, we don't want to be putting each other at a disadvantage because we're in contempt of one another. So this is fueled by lots of negative thoughts that we have about a partner. So if we have been in a relationship for a long time where we've been criticizing each other, in arguments and we're made to feel basically shitty all the time, then we're going to become to feel attacked and we're going to hold the other partner with contempt. Okay. What John Gottman has shared in his research is that contempt is actually the single greatest predictor of divorce. And think about it. It makes sense. When you are looking at each other, uh, when you're looking at your partner with a lack of respect and you're coming from a position of superiority and you think that you're better than them mm, well 
Contempt is the single greatest predictor of divorce. And if you're not married, it's the single greatest predictor of a couple not working out. And we've got to become aware of it so that we can eliminate it. So the third horseman, ooh, the third horseman, right? I feel like this one is maybe the easiest to kind of catch because we all get defensive at times, right? And when we're defending ourselves, it's probably because we're in response to some kind of criticism or we've been made to feel bad or we need to justify and explain ourselves. And so we defend ourselves, right? We've all been there. We feel uh, we've been accused of something unjustly or, um, you know, we are looking at excuses to get out of a situation that we've been called on. And when we're defensive, we're not opening ourselves up to have effective communication we are simply making excuses to avoid something. Uh, we don't want to take responsibility for the mistakes we've made. We just get into this backed up defensive state. It's not a state in which we're uh, open to having proper communication. Uh, we're thinking about ourselves in this point in time. So think about how often when a partner of yours calls you out on something, now, don't think about the method in which they're calling you out on something, but if they call you out on something, how quickly do you jump to a defensive stance, right? And oftentimes when we become defensive, we then look for things to blame on the other person. And at what point is anything being resolved in an argument at this stage? So are you guilty of being incredibly defensive? And now that you're aware of it, what can you do next time, even if your partner says something that irks you or bugs you, right? We don't need to jump to that defensive position right away. It's only going to escalate the conflict that we have. And really defensiveness is a way of blaming our partner, right? And it's not going to allow for any kind of healthy conflict management. So if you find yourself getting defensive, you feel that blood boiling in you, take a deep breath because this is not an effective way to get yourself to a resolution in a conflict. And the fourth, the fourth horseman is what we, or what John Gottman refers to as stonewalling, which he says is usually a response to contempt, right? If somebody is literally attacking our character or has this kind of moral superiority over us, it's like, pff, I know I would just want to shut down, right? I won't, I don't even want to respond to them because it's like, pff, well, how do you think this is going to be constructed? Ooh, I'm getting defensive here, right? So, ooh, stonewalling occurs when you just want to completely withdraw from the interaction. You want to just completely shut down. You don't even want to respond to your partner. They don't even, you, you know, I probably heard people say, I'm not even going to justify that with a response. Have you ever said that before? I'm not even going to justify that with a response. We don't want to confront the issue. So maybe we walk out of the room and we close the door. We just stay, exit stage left, right? Or, hmm, I'm guessing that if you're listening to this, you've maybe done this before. Instead of listening to our partners, you just pick up that mobile phone and start scrolling and you start ignoring your partner. You tune them out. You turn away. You act busy. You just start engaging in something uh, that's distracting. You flick on the Netflix. You walk out and close the door, you lift your phone up in front of your face, start scrolling mindlessly, right? And you're basically shutting them out. Okay, now sometimes we get our blood boils so much that we do need a little time out from conflict. So if you need that, 
You can ask for permission to take a break, right? But stonewalling mm, happens, obviously, when we're feeling so overwhelmed with what's coming at us that we just don't even know how to discuss things rationally. We get into this physiological state where we're just flooded and overwhelmed and we don't have the words, so we just completely shut down. And obviously it takes two to tango, right? But stonewalling, if you get into the point in your relationship where you can't even have a discussion about something or have a healthy kind of conflict and you're just shutting each other out, something needs to give. Something needs to give. So maybe if the other person is not in a resourceful state and they're shutting and they're shutting you out or they're holding you in contempt or whatever, they're being defensive or they're doing any of the other four horsemen, I get it. It's hard. You want to shut down. You don't even want to discuss with them. I don't even want to justify that with the response. Okay, you can take some time out to calm yourself down and then return to the conversation when you feel ready, right? So if this is the first time you've heard about the four horsemen, I'm pretty sure it's not going to be your last now that I brought it to your attention. So the four horsemen, right? Criticism, contempt, defensiveness, stonewalling, shutting someone out not healthy behaviors and big predictors of whether or not you're actually going to stay in a relationship with your significant other. So why do you want to know about this? Why do you want to know about the four horsemen? Well, like I said in the beginning, awareness is the first thing before change, right? So being able to actually identify the four horsemen in your relationship, how often it's happening is obviously the first step to begin to eliminate them. But Knowledge on its own is not enough. You must replace these areas of conflict with healthier, more productive ones. Okay, so we can talk about the antidotes in a later podcast, but all I want for you to do is to become aware of the four horsemen and think about your relationship. And maybe if you're not in an intimate relationship now, you can think about how often you do that with maybe a loved one sister, brother, cousin, a mom, a dad. How often do you criticize? How often do you hold someone in contempt? How often do you get defensive? And how often do you lift up that phone and just block somebody out completely? How often are you guilty of the four horsemen? Okay, because these are the four biggest predictors of whether or not you're going to have a healthy productive relationship. So thanks very much for tuning into episode two of the self-confidence project. I hope you learned something today. I sure did speaking to you guys about the four horsemen. I have seen myself in a lot of these areas and it's like, it's obvious, right? Now that I've labeled them out to you, criticism, contempt, defensiveness, stonewalling, it's like, yeah, that makes sense. It makes sense that these are not things that allow for healthy, open dialogue and communication with our significant other. So now that you're aware of it, catch yourself. And if your partner is not aware of it, maybe, maybe pass them the book or uh, tell them to listen to this podcast so that they too can understand that criticism, contempt, defensiveness, and stonewalling are the four areas that really ruin relationships. Because it's not that relationships cannot have conflict, They certainly can. Some of the healthiest relationships have 
lots of conflict and even yelling and screaming matches. But it's when criticism leads to contempt and that leads to defensiveness and then that leads, leads to stonewalling and shutting your partner out. You've got bigger problems at that point. So thanks again for tuning in. And of course, I look forward to the next episode next week. So stay tuned. Thanks again and check it.